Hi, shout out. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirit. Thanks for joining with us here on YouTube. Uh, we record live every day on Facebook, and uh, I'm now back in the studio, and I'm going to get things set up so we can go simultaneous live on Facebook and YouTube at the same time. We haven't got that done because we came straight into Sabbaths and Passover, High Sabbaths. Today's First Fruits. Anyway, I've, uh, I'm just going to restream this. That I just finished, just came off doing the message just now on Facebook Live. Want to give it to you guys on YouTube immediately. Want to encourage you, uh, like our channel, share this with others. And if you are on Facebook, uh, just put in Facebook, Bulldozer Faith, come and join with us there each day. But like I said, we will be up and running on a daily basis here on YouTube as well. We appreciate those who join us in the YouTube family, those who are watching from the round, around the world. Have a blessed first fruits, and I'm just going to put you through to the message. Shalom, shalom. Here we go. Hi, welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirit. Here we are together at First Fruits. Hallelujah. He has risen. We celebrate the risen Savior. Yeshua has risen from the dead. He is real. He's not just a prophet that came with a good word. He is the Savior. He is the Mashiach, the Messiah. And we rejoice as we press in together and recognize who he is. I'm just looking at the comments here, uh, just seeing who's coming on. Um, just want to welcome you tonight. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, uh, we just welcome you. Um, we ask you just share this message with others because we're going to hit on some awesome scriptures. We're going to talk about the resurrection power. Hallelujah. This is something that we need. We need the resurrection power. So I want to encourage you right now, share this on your Facebook, share it with others. Uh, if you know how to set up a watch party, set up a watch party, whatever, but we're just going to press in. Uh, we don't want to keep the word to ourselves. We want to share the word with others. We want people to capture the, the word of Yehovah for such a time as this. This is the time where we come together to build our faith, to be equipped on a daily basis. And I tell you what, I really enjoy these times, these moments when we can just press in. Hallelujah. It's great to be in the studio. I'm just in the office in the studio. I'm not in the main studio uh, because I just want to get to the place where, you know, it's the middle of the night. I don't know what time it is. It's maybe one o'clock, two o'clock. Oh yeah, I can find out. It's 20 past one in the morning. Hallelujah. And we are in the scriptures. We've had a great Sabbath here. It has been a blessing time with the family. And, uh, you know, we had some storms coming through here in Casaria. Guess what? It might be the last rain <laughs> until we get to the fall feasts. Yes, the rain. We don't get rain between the spring feasts and the fall feasts. It's amazing. You know, in Scotland, you can't even plan a barbecue. You know, we walk our dogs in Scotland in the rain. Because if you didn't, your dogs would never get out, you know? They'd be going around with their legs crossed all day and all night for 300 days a year. But here in Israel, the weather is fantastic. We've come to that place where I believe we're going to see the beautiful weather start, and it is awesome. So anyway, we're going to talk about the resurrection power of Yeshua, the importance of the resurrection power. The Father gave me a powerful word years ago. I'm going to share testimony like I normally do, but you know, the Father gave me 
me this word a number of years ago when he was blessing me in business. I had 30,000 square foot of offices. I had nine companies. Uh, the father was blessing me financially. Uh, There's just so much going on. It was amazing. Ministry was flowing. Business was flowing. Everything was going in an incredible level within our local community and, you know, within the region. But, you know, I'll never forget the day I got into the presence of the Father. I said, Father, you know, I appreciate the blessing. I appreciate what you're giving me. And I will take what you've given me and I will use it to be uh, an enablement to others. But Father, you didn't call me regionally. You called me to the nations. So I want to thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what's happening in my life. But I know that you have called me to the nations. So what is the key to move into the next dimension? You know, this was probably 20, 21 years ago, 20 years ago this happened. And um, the father, you know, in my morning devotions as I'm pressing in, I said, what's the key? Give me a word. What's the key? He said this, the key is understanding my resurrection power. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read a few things to talk about what started to happen to me as I pressed in. Okay, talk to me about the resurrection power. I want to understand the resurrection power. I want to move into this dimension. Now, we're dealing with Passover. We're dealing with unleavened bread. What are we going through? We're talking about the book of Exodus. Hallelujah. We're talking about coming out of Egypt. We're talking about being delivered from the strongholds of this world. And as we walk in Yeshua, what's Yeshua saying? Get out of the world. Get the world out of you. So first, we're getting out of the world. We're getting out of the world system. We're saying, Pharaoh, let my people go. We're coming out. We're coming out not just in our name. We're coming out in the name of Yahovah, Yudhei, Vavhei. We are coming out. And I want to make a declaration right now. Are you coming out? Are you going to rise up and be everything the Father has called you to be? This is the word the Father's given me right now. He says, I am coming against all forms of dilution. Don't dilute what I have given you. Don't take it and mix it with something to make it sweet so people will receive it. Bring forth my word with authority, says Yehovah. This is the hour to move in the authority of the Spirit. It's the time for us to rise up and press forward in His name. Oh, I'm just getting started. Hallelujah. Resurrection power. That's what we're going to share on tonight. Resurrection power. If you've not shared this with others, I encourage you right now. Share with others right now. We want to get people in to hear this message because this is going to be thunderbolts and lightning. Hallelujah. It is going to be amazing. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for the Sabbath rest dependence on you that's what we shared yesterday father dependence on you that we can stop we can come aside we can look into your face we can receive from you and father at the end of this sabbath this is the exact cycle of how it was when yeshua paid the price on the wednesday on passover he paid the price on the wednesday in saturday evening Probably round about this time, you rose again. We thank you for paying the price for us. We thank you that you have made a way. 
them. You have made a way where there is no way. And I pray right now, Father, that you will equip us. We ask for a download in our spirits that will bring supernatural transformation. I expect to be different. I don't want to be the same. I want to be transformed in your spirit. I want to be a, a new creation. Behold, the old is gone. Behold, all things are new. So, Father, we corporately come together and we just lay our lives before you and we say, let it be in accordance with your will and purpose. Here we are. Send us, use us for transformation in this generation. Hallelujah. We proclaim transformation in this generation. Amen. Thank you, Father. Oh, I'm telling you, man, I've had a great day today. You know, the other day I was asked if I would give a, a short word uh, of uh, a prophetic utterance for an event that took place in the Galilee today. Um, a Galilee Awakening, a global awakening event that took place. Because of the coronavirus, they couldn't do the event at the Galilee at the Semach um, they had to do a live broadcast connecting people from around the world and uh, shout out to Radiant uh, Ministries Radiant Israel over in uh, Galilee uh, we love and appreciate you Gilead and Maggie and all the work uh, glad and Maggie and all the work that you do uh, we just bless you bless your work and thank you for the opportunity to share uh, and to just minister for those few minutes at the end of the broadcast. I appreciate it. Um, but, you know, what an awesome time to hear people speak. I know there's some of you who are watching right now, you joined with us uh, for, I'm not sure if it was four or five hours. Uh, it was a number of hours of broadcast, and it was exciting to be on there and hear people sharing from other nations, from the U.S., from Illinois, from California, and also from around Israel. Hallelujah. What a blessing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you uh, hear on this broadcast, at the end of the broadcast, I'm going to let you hear the message that I uh, broadcast and sent for today for that event, which I did just uh, yesterday. Oh, Thursday night I did it. Hallelujah. So anyway, we're going to go to the book of Luke. Resurrection power. Remember that. We are talking about resurrection power. What is the key to move into the next dimension? What's the key to go from, you know, I'm blessed, I'm encouraged, I'm filled with your spirit, hallelujah, I'm seeing miracles, I'm seeing your favor, I'm seeing prophecy being fulfilled. What's the key for the next level? The key for the next level is the resurrection power, and that's what I'm going to share with you tonight. Um, so if you want to understand the resurrection power, you have to go back and look at what took place, all the preparation of Yeshua reading up to his death, burial, and resurrection. It's important, and I spent weeks studying over this as the Father was waking me up and ministering to me and just bringing transformation to my life. And uh, I'm just going to hit on a few points on that because, you know, I want you to get dinner. Uh, <laughs> I don't want you to spend all your day just watching uh, Facebook Live. I appreciate you being here. You can also come back and watch at another time. Um, but, you know, like I said, it is time for the fire of Yehovah. It's time for the Spirit. And what's the prophetic word tonight? Stop diluting my word. The truth is truth. 
The truth, what does it do? It sets the captives free. The truth sets the captives free. And that's what we are standing on, the promises of Yehovah, to see the captives set free. You don't need to dilute the truth. You don't need to dilute the very message to set us free. Don't be afraid. <laughs> you know, do you remember that day? Those of you who watch every day, I'm sure some of you are here. Remember that day where I shared on the call of Jeremiah? Oh man, I tell you, that was a fiery day as I was driving, uh, probably somewhere in Florida. Man, I tell you what, I was on fire with that word. And what's going All right, looks like our camera just decided to switch off there. So I'm just going, that's obviously going to black screen. <laughs> that's okay, it's come back on. All right, we talked about Jeremiah and we talked about the confirmation, the confirmation of the call and what I love about uh, the confirmation of the call. Basically, the father saying, they're not going to listen to you. But it doesn't matter. Get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them, whatever I command you. This is uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 17. Do not be terrified by them, or I, will, uh, or I will terrify you before them. Today I have made you a fortified city. Hallelujah. An iron pillar and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you. I will rescue you, declares Yehovah. This is a powerful word for those who want to walk in the truth without dilution. And I hope you're getting the message. Listen. You know, if, if they're in rebellion, they're going to come against you. If they're walking away from the principles and the purposes of Yehovah, they're going to come against you. But we need to be a people who stand and bring forth the resurrection power of our Savior. Hallelujah. We are not our own. We are bought with the blood of Yeshua. So we're going to read from the book of Luke, chapter 24. You can turn there. Hallelujah on your iPhones or whatever. Okay. Isn't it great having the Word? I like to hold it. Why do I like to hold it? Because when I think about, it doesn't matter what I'm going through. You know, it, you, whatever you're facing, look how thick this book is. This is the manual. This is where the answer is. This is the answer is in Yeshua. And if we hide this word in our heart, just like when the temptations came before Yeshua, when he was tempted by the devil after 40 days of fasting and prayer, what did he say? Say, it is written, it is written, it is written. Do you know how to proclaim the word in the events where the enemy is coming against us? We need to know how to declare it is written. So let's stand in his presence. Let's rise up to how the Father has called us to operate in this day. Luke chapter 24, resurrection power. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the woman took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone, the, the stone, they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Yeshua. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes 
and that, that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their, uh, in their fright, the woman bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has, he has risen. He's not here. He has risen. Don't forget the risen power of Yeshua. We're going through the feasts. We see the victory in Messiah. It's the day of first fruits. He is risen. Hallelujah. Why? Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. Look, we should know this stuff. He told me, here you are. You're coming with spices to rub on the dead body. And guess what? I've already, you've already been told that he is going to arise. Don't you believe the word? When we don't speak the words of truth and we dilute them, do you know the reason why we do it? Is because we've not allowed the word to penetrate to the fullness of our heart. Because when the word penetrates to the fullness of your heart and the circumcision of the heart is fulfilled within your life, you will be a, a, a truth speaker without compromise without compromise and don't worry you watch the people you minister to will be radically transformed because what are they waiting for they're waiting for the truth that's why they want to listen to us they want to hear the truth just you know give it to me on the chin speak the truth to me i want to know what the word says i want to know how to apply the word so i can be effective in my life why because my world is surrounded with oppression my world is surrounded with attacks, with assignments of the enemy, schemes of the devil to, to mess with my faith, to mess with my life, to, to destroy my family, to destroy my income, to destroy, you know, my identity. So when we speak the truth, we set the captives free. We bring us to a place where we can walk in the victory of Messiah. We spur one another on in the most holy faith. Hallelujah. What are we? We are truth speakers. Hallelujah. So here are these shining men, okay? Why are you looking for the living among the dead? You know, Let's get to the place of the resurrection power. He's not here. He has risen. Hallelujah. We rejoice. He has risen. That's the Savior we follow. He's alive. Why? Because he is dwelling within me. I am walking with him. You know, look, you come too late for me if you want to try and prove that Yeshua is just a prophet. You want to, you want to come and try and prove that Yeshua is just a, a Jewish man that walked the earth that was good. Let me tell you something. I'm walking with him. I'm walking with him. He is alive and he is dwelling within me. So remember, he told you this while he was with you in the Galilee, verse 7. The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered, then they remembered his words. This is why we need to come together and speak the word. Why? Because it's very easy to forget, especially in the midst of fear and panic. 
So what's going on in the world right now? The whole place is full of fear. You switch your television on, the number one priority that you want to hear is how many people died today in this country? How many people died today in my country? What's going on right here in the land of Israel? We just crossed over the line of 100 people have died with the, chrono <laughs> the coronavirus, COVID-19. Father, we pray for the families. Father, we pray for our nations, that you will bring our nations to their knees in a place of repentance. Because we are prophesying and we're speaking forth your word to this generation. We speak to the principalities. We come against your assignments. And we ask for the glory of Yehovah to be revealed in the land of Israel. We ask for his glory to come right now. I don't want to go to sleep because what? It's first fruits. It's time for the resurrection. When Yeshua is getting ready for his death, he says, can you tally? Can you come to a place of prayer? Can you tally with me? Can you wait with me? I'm just going to go off here and pray. I want you to pray. And they're like, Shh. they're sleeping. He comes back. What's going on with you? Why are you sleeping? Don't you understand the urgency of the moment? Oh, you know, I can't work. I'm at home with this coronavirus. You can't do anything. Well, listen, are you in the word? Are we pressing in? Are we receiving from Yehovah? This is the hour. This is the hour. Oh, I know I'm speaking to someone. I know someone's getting the message right now. I know someone's receiving this word right now. Why? Listen, I've been in the word all my life, and this word is stirring me up tonight. This word is stirring me up because of the, the, the timing of 2020, this year, to be in the land of Israel for such a time as this. So what time is it, brother? It's time for the glory of Yehovah to be revealed in this land and in the nations. Hallelujah. So that they remembered. They remembered the word. Oh, yeah, I got it. Yep, that's right. Yeshua did say that to us in the Galilee. Verse 9. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene. Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the others with them, who told this to the apostles. Ah, oh, here's one of the saddest verses you'll ever read. But they did not believe the woman, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, sister. Listen, you know, let me just, let, let's just back up a little bit here. You know, this is not just 11 disciples. This is the what? The apostles, the sent ones. You know, let's just back up. Let's just read this. You know, they told them, they told the, the, all those in, in the upper room and the apostles, but they did not believe. When they told them they didn't believe the woman because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Hey, I went to the tomb and then all of a sudden I walk in, nothing's there. Then there's these shiny men, shiny men were like bowing down, not knowing what's going on. And then they're saying, what are you doing? Why are you looking for what? The living among the dead. If you look to religion, you cannot walk in the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit. 
Oh, let's just, mm, let's just press on a few things right now. Let's get delivered from religion. That religion within Christianity, that walking in pagan ways, walking in Catholic, meant, uh, Catholic ways, sun worship, Ishtar, Easter. Oh, Father, deliver us. Deliver us to walk in accordance with your scriptures. They didn't believe, but they did not believe the woman because their words seemed like nonsense. Oh, that's nonsense. What, give up Christmas? That's nonsense. Give up Easter? That's nonsense. Yes, come back to the feasts of Yehovah. Come back to who we are called to be. That's what teshuva means. To repent means it's to go back to who we are called to be. Oh, brother, it's all right for you to say, but you don't know how embedded I am into Easter and Christmas and, you know, Look, don't get me started. Don't get me started. I'm just warming up for that meeting in the sky. Come on, let's let's stand. Let's let's proclaim his word at this time. Here are the apostles. We don't believe. We don't believe. What? Peter, however, got up and he thought, I need to see this with my own eyes. Why? Something's stirring in his spirit. Wait a second. What's going on with you, Peter? You know, caught crowing three times. However, he got up, ran to the tomb. Uh, bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves. And he went away wondering to himself what had happened. Wondering to himself. Can you believe this? This is the reason why we've got to get to the place where we understand the authority of what it truly means to receive the resurrection power. Oh, we can read about the resurrection power. Morning, Esther in Australia. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. Good to see you, Russell, in the UK. Sandy in Iowa, good to see you. Jan, good to see you in Florida. Hallelujah. Keith in the UK. Hallelujah. Just a couple little shout outs there. Why? We're the body of Yehovah. We get to come together. We get to minister in the Word. We get to fellowship together in His presence. Hallelujah. So Peter, he goes and he sees the strips of linen folded up in the tomb. He sees what's going on with his own eyes. And he goes away wondering to himself what happened. Well, didn't you just hear the report of the woman that came with a testimony declaring what happened? And now you're pondering what happened. Could it be? Could it be that what these women told us is actually truth? Could it be? No, it can't be. What well, could it be that Yeshua is raised from the death? Could it really be that this is the third day? Could it really be that this is what is happening? What's going on? You want to get to the place where you can receive the resurrection power. I'm going to be releasing prophetically His resurrection power over our lives tonight. The disciples, they missed it. Why? They did not believe. They were in doubt and unbelief. You don't have to be in the place of His resurrection power this first fruits today. This is the day to receive his resurrection power. Well, what's it going to cost you? <laughs> oh, thanks for asking. What's it going to cost you? 
Thanks for asking. Did I just say that? The reason why I repeated it twice is because this is the key. You want to walk in the resurrection power, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. Why? The woman come with the testimony. And what did the, what did the apostles say? Your words seem like nonsense to us. You walk in the resurrection power, there's going to be people coming up to you. They're going to say, listen, your words seem like nonsense. But let me tell you something. When they see the demonstration of his resurrection power, hallelujah, they will come to the place where they will just lift up their hands and say, glory, glory, hallelujah, he is risen. Why? Because I'm seeing the demonstration power of the Spirit manifesting within my life right here, right now. <laughs> it is his resurrection power. So how do we get to that place? There's a cost. If you want to move into a new dimension, it's going to cost you everything. Every time you walk into the new, what does the Father expect of you? If you're going to learn something new, you have to first let go of something you first thought was truth. Well, this is what I believe, but here comes revelation. Here comes the resurrection power. Here comes a dimension that is taking you beyond your comfort level, where you want to stand. Oh yeah, go preach the gospel from this location. Declare it like Jeremiah, and they're going to hate you. But don't worry, I'm going to set up a fortified city around you. I'm going to protect you. They're not going to receive your word. But your word needs to go out because there's a generation that's going to read your writings, Jeremiah. They're going to read these words and they're going to be people of faith that will walk in the mighty power of the Holy Spirit because I'm going to use you to prophesy the restoration of the whole house of Israel. I'm going to use you, Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, the one who is battered for the words that he says, the word that will come against all the other prophetic words of his day. I'm going to use you, Jeremiah, to bring in the renewed covenant. I'm going to use you to bring forth a word that will be related to the Mashiach, the Messiah. Hallelujah. He is risen. Give me the power of the resurrection in my life. Why? I want to move to a new level. I don't want to just stay on this level. The apostles were with Yeshua. They were walking with him. They saw the signs and wonders and miracles. They were right there at the feeding of the 5,000. Then after, they're right there at the feeding of the 4,000. Who is this man? They were right there. When? When they were in the storm on the boat. And they wake Yeshua up and he gets up and he said, Peace, be still. Even the waves and the wind he has authority over. And then he dies, and all of them, every single one of them, go into what? Doubt and unbelief. Where are you today? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're walking with Yeshua. Yeah, I see that. Yes, I accept your salvation. Yes, I accept your walking with him. But do you believe in the resurrection power? Why? Because it's the very key that releases the greatest level of authority you can ever imagine. 
It's a level that will unlock something that will bring transformation. It supernaturally changed my life. In fact, when, when the Father took me on this journey on understanding the resurrection power and the importance of dealing with doubt and unbelief and actually coming into his presence and walking with him in faith, it took me to the place where my ministry catapulted to the nations. It was at that time, 20 years ago, boom. All of a sudden, the Father started to use me as a voice piece to the nations. He started to take me to places all over the world, divine appointments and holy assignments. I ministered to literally millions of people around the nations of the world. I saw supernatural transformation. I saw miracles, signs and wonders. I saw prophetic words flowing that were so powerful it was shaken even to government level. Hallelujah. We need the resurrection power. So what's the cost of the resurrection? The cost of walking in the resurrection power is everything. We have got to lay our lives down. If you just join in, we're reading in Luke chapter 24. We're talking about the first few verses of 24. We are in this place. You know, I tell you, it's like Jack Bauer 24, man. All the stuff that's going on. You know, you've got all these enemies trying to destroy America. And there's Jack Bauer trying to save the world. You know, here is Yeshua in 24. <laughs> he is the one who has risen from the dead. And we need to be people that listen to the testimonies of what other people are saying, seeing as they are walking with Yeshua. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Thank you for your testimony. Thank you for sharing your testimony with me. Thank you to those who broadcast, for those who teach, for those who write, for those who communicate the gospel of the kingdom, for those who share their heart of what the Father is doing within their lives. Why? Because the very fact that we are people who are sharers of the faith means we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. If you haven't got a testimony yet, you can go to this word and you can pull back the testimonies from the scripture. That's why we sit around the Passover meal every year. For what purpose? To meditate and to say, look what God has done. He is amazing. But then what we want to do is find who Yeshua is. We want to break down who Yeshua is within the feast. And right now, it is first fruits. Hallelujah. This is the day. I'm not following the Jewish calendar, by the way. They do first fruits according to rabbinic order. Rabbinical Judaism sets up systems against the Torah. It is no different from the Pope and Catholicism. We're not called to follow rabbinic Judaism. We're called to follow the scriptures. The rabbinical system says you don't need forgiveness from your sins. You don't need the atoning blood sacrifice. All you have to do is tefillin. You just have to have it on your head, wrap it around your arms, go through your tefillin and your sins are forgiven. When it comes to a day of atonement, you can swing a chicken around your head. You know, it, you, you can swing money around your head. It's all about your good deeds and, and the things that you're doing within your community. Are, are you doing good, uh, uh, good deeds before man? And when you do that, it's okay. You're forgiven. Your name will be written in the book of life for another year. This is rabbinical teaching. This is not what the Bible teaches. Rabbinical teaching tells you to wear a kippah. That's not what it says in the Bible. 
So we need to be delivered from the systems of rabbinic teaching. Rabbinic teaching says you've got to, you know, clear not just the, the leaven out of your house. You've got to clear about 950 million other items out of your house in preparation for Passover. No, that's the yoke of the Pharisees. It's a Pharisaic yoke that's coming on you. It's the rabbinics that says you can no longer say the name. That's why they say things like Hashem. You'd have Ave, Yehovah, Yahweh, however you want to say it. But we need to be proclaimers of his name. Let my name be known. They said, oh, no, 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 we're not going to say the name. It was the rabbinic order that brought us to the place where we changed the calendar and went to a numerical system. It was the rabbinic order that says we're going to have the first fruits after the high Sabbath, not after the literal Sabbath within the Feast of Unleavened Bread, as we see in Leviticus chapter 23. They are changing the order of Torah. When Moshe says, don't add, don't take away. Look, you've got me on one. Now, here I'm off. I'm off to the side here. You know, but we need to understand this. If we're going to follow the scriptures and walk in the way of Yehovah and follow what the scripture says, we've got to unravel these things. And listen, as we unravel these things and the truth becomes uh, alive to us, it requires change within our hearts. So we're talking tonight, what level do you want to operate on? Do you want to level, do you want to operate on this level or do you want to operate on the resurrection power, which is, whoop, yep, it's above anything you could ever imagine. And when the Father told me in my office when I was praying, I said, Father, thank you for everything you're doing in my life. I appreciate the regional impact. I, I appreciate all the businesses you've blessed me with. I, I appreciate the resources I have. I, I appreciate my ministry and the effectiveness of my ministry. But you have called me to the nations. What's the key? And the key is his resurrection power. And I want you to study this. I want you to see how the disciples missed the resurrection power. They were in doubt and unbelief, but you and I have the opportunity to catch his resurrection power, to actually walk in it, to believe that we're not going to be like the apostles and the others listening to the testimony of the woman on what they saw in verse 5. Um, but we will be people who will believe the testimony and the accounts of what Yeshua has done. Why? Because it says in verse 6, He is not here, He is risen. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? That's what I'm talking about religion. Get out of religion. Why? Because it's dead. Religion is dead. Do you hear me? You know, how, how basic is this? Yet, we like to say, I'm not walking in religion. Well, let's look at our actions. Are your actions religious? We need to be delivered. That's between you and God. You need to work it out. But listen, when the truth lands, don't dismiss it because how other people will feel about you. Walk in the truth. Walk in the victory of the gospel. Hallelujah. So like I said, you know, I, I shared on uh, um, Galilee Awaken tonight, and this is a very important day in the land of Israel. I'm praying for a mighty outpouring of the Spirit, not just here, but in the nations of the world. This is a very important day. And like I said to you, I'm going to share with you. Uh, I'm going to share with you the message that I recorded for this event that just went out just a couple of hours ago. 
And I want you to receive this message as I speak prophetically over the land of Israel and the nations. And after we listen to it, we're going to come back and we're going to pray. I don't want to prolong this, but I want you to do a personal study and really press in on resurrection power because you need it in your life. I need it in my life. So anyway, just uh, sit back and uh, watch this message right now and I will come back afterwards. Here you go. Shalom, it's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life with the Spirit from Kasaria, Israel, proclaiming the promises of Yehovah to this generation. Hallelujah. The Father is raising up a people to proclaim the truth from the land of Israel to the ends of the earth. This is time for a supernatural outpouring of the Ruach HaKodesh, of His Holy Spirit. It is an hour that has come. It is upon us. The harvest is ripe. It is ripe and the Father is sending forth His workers into His harvest field. The Father says, where are the people who will rise up and deal with the principalities? I want to share a couple of verses of Scripture with you to challenge you in the Spirit, to catch hold prophetically what the Father is saying from the land of Israel today. This is the day of the outpouring of my glory, says Yehovah. This is the hour where my glory will be seen in the nations of the world. I will pour out my spirit in the land of Israel. Why will he pour out his spirit in the land of Israel? Because it is the greatest love story that is never told. But it is being told today. It is being proclaimed to the nations now. It is time for us to understand that we are not waiting for some uh, um, fiction uh, way on how the Jewish people and the, and the people of Israel are going to come to faith in Messiah. They will come to faith because they will accept that Yeshua is the Mashiach. Yeshua is Lord of Lords. That's how they're going to get saved. They're going to receive and become born again by the Spirit. It's not going to be Yeshua just coming on the clouds and just making a declaration. Hello, it's me. I'm your Savior. That is not what I see in the Scriptures. That's not what I see in the Word of Yehovah. He said, I will raise up a people who will go to the nations and preach the gospel of the kingdom. This is the hour for us to arise and proclaim the gospel of the kingdom. We need the prophetic anointing to move into a whole new dimension in this day. In Ephesians chapter 6, it says this in verse 10. Finally, be strong in Yehovah and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of Elohim so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Hallelujah. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Hallelujah. Where are the people who will rise up and deal with the principalities? How do we deal with the coronavirus? It's not just by uh, or us being in a place of quarantine and all staying at home. No, it's by the people of Yehovah standing up and making a proclamation, making declaration and saying to the principalities over the nations, we come against your assignments. We come against the spirit of fear. We break it. We smash it in Yeshua's name. We say, fear be broken. Hallelujah. For this is is the hour of the power of Yehovah to be manifest to this generation. 
The Father says, where are the people who will deal with the principalities over nations? Where are the people who will deal with the spirit of fear? We are called to pull down strongholds. Hallelujah. We are called to stand against Hasatan's schemes. Are you ready to do that today? Are you ready to take your stand? Are you ready to come in line? Like I said, there's a great love story that needs to be told, and that is that the glory of Yehovah will be poured out in the land of Israel in such a way that leaders and nations will come to the land of Israel to inquire of Yehovah. We are not at the place where we see that um, in uh, uh, Jeremiah, if we go to the book of Jeremiah, hallelujah, we are not in this place yet, but we are getting there, hallelujah. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 3 verse, uh, where are we going? 23 verse 7, let's go there. 23 verse 7, just want to proclaim this message to you for such a time as this. So then, the days are coming, declares Yehovah, when the people will no longer say, as surely as the Lord lives who brought the Israelites up out of Egypt, but they will say, as surely as the Lord lives who brought the descendants of Israel up out of the land of the north, out of all the countries where he has banished them, then they will live in their own land. Hallelujah. We are coming to a day where Passover is about to supernaturally change. I hope and pray that how we did Passover this year will be as coming into the new. As we come to the place of first fruits, how powerful are first fruits? How important are first fruits that take place? If you see in the book of Romans chapter 11, it says this in verse 16, if the part of the dough offered as first fruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. What is the root? The root is the Abrahamic covenant. It's the foundation of the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. What does it say in Genesis chapter 12? Just turn there quickly. I know most of you have got it memorized, but some of you need to turn to the Word and see what it says. It says this, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. Speaking to Abraham directly. And all the people of the earth will be blessed through you. There is a gospel that was preached to Abraham, and it's the gospel that we need to declare to this generation. It's the gospel of the kingdom. That's what's going to bring transformation on the earth when the people of Yehovah I will cry out. Your kingdom come, your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Father, we hallowed your name. We lift up your name. We proclaim the authority of his kingdom to overrule the authorities of the kingdoms of this world. That's our proclamation. That's the hour in which we are living. We are going to see the devil's schemes smashed. We're going to break the strongholds of the enemy. And I'm here to declare it's time for bulldozer faith where we get Yeshua out of our backpacks and we put him in the foundations of our heart and we build our lives upon the rock of Yehovah. It's the hour where we rise up and we recognize the calling of Yehovah over our lives and we make a declaration. I am going to walk in the calling of Yehovah. 
we see in the importance of the harvest that we see in Matthew chapter 9. And I just want to make this declaration because if we don't get to the place to understand what day we are living in, all we're going to do is just rot on the side. We are called to be the first fruits. And I'm going to come back to that in a second in closing. But in, in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 36, this is what it says. Hallelujah. When Yeshua saw the crowd, he had compassion on them. If you are just building in your faith for your own self, you are no use to the kingdom of Yehovah. We have to be a people that look at what's going on in the nations of the world. Can you look into the eyes of the people? We have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart that understands. But we have to be a people who walk in the compassion of Yehovah. When he saw the crowd, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Is that not true to what's happening in our world today? We're harassed. We're helpless like sheep without a shepherd in the midst of this virus locking down the nations of the world. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask Yehovah of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. I want to proclaim right now, it is time for the workers to get out in the harvest field, that we will proclaim the victory of Yehovah. And what I'm saying just now is prophecy. I am prophesying, I am speaking the word over our lives right now for such a time as this. We need the first fruit to be delivered. We need the roots. We need the gospel of the kingdom, the Abrahamic covenant to be released to this generation. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it says in verse 20, but Messiah has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as Adam for in Adam all die, so in Messiah all will be made alive. Hallelujah. But each in his own turn. Messiah, the first fruits. We're dealing with the first fruits. He is the first fruits. What did he say here? That he, in his death, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. What are we talking about here? The resurrection of all those who have died before. We have the promise of the resurrection. It is an earnest. It is a pledge that has been given to us. It is time for us to take hold of the resurrection power of Yeshua. You want to bring the kingdom today? Then we need to bring forth the resurrection power. We proclaim the victory in Messiah. We say it's time for the dead to rise. We see counts on our TV screens of the number of people who are dying every day and we proclaim right now it's time for the broadcast news agencies to start proclaiming the number of lives won to Messiah in the nations this is the day of victory this is the day for you and I to stand up and Father we proclaim the victory in Messiah we come to you we worship you at this time of Passover unleavened bread and first fruits and we stand in a place of earnest and we thank you with this first fruit offering of Messiah that we have the promised seal of the resurrection power and we proclaim right now life from the dead we say this is the hour of the born again move of the spirit in the land of Israel we say that this
this nation will be a powerful light to the ends of the earth because the glory of Yehovah is here. I'm not saying it's coming anymore. I'm proclaiming it is here and I expect the manifestation of his kingdom that when he pours out his spirit here, it will go throughout the nations. The last scripture I just want to leave leave with you is found in Isaiah chapter 40. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, Father. We worship you. A voice of one calling. A voice of one. Can you imagine? Just one calling. Father, will you raise up your people? Will there be many voices rising up proclaiming the truth? A voice of one calling in the desert. Will you rise up? I don't care what your background is and what your pedigree is. You are called of him. You can rise up from the place of the desert and proclaim his name and people will come out to hear the word of Yehovah. This one stood up, John the Baptist, Yeshua, in the desert, prepare the way of Yehovah. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for Elohim. This is our calling. We are preparing the way for the second coming of the Messiah. Hallelujah. We are preparing in the wilderness a highway for Elohim. Every valley shall be raised up. Every mountain and hill made low, and the rough ground shall become level. The rugged places a plain, and the glory of Yehovah will be revealed, and all mankind together will see it. For the mouth of Yehovah has spoken, and all of mankind will see it. I stood at ground zero just after September 11th, and as I was standing there in the smoke and everything that was happening, I was taken in the spirit, and the Father said, I'm raising up a highway that will become visible for all to see this highway will go from America it will go through the UK it will go through Europe and its destination is Israel he said my glory will be so powerful the manifestation of my highway rising that everyone will see the highway from the youngest to the oldest no one could deny that my highway is here and I believe we're walking into these days where we're going to see such an incredible move of the spirit that it doesn't matter if they're unbelievers. It doesn't matter if they're not yet saved. It doesn't matter if they're complete heathens. Every single person will see the highway, but only those who repent are going to get to walk on that highway. I just proclaim right now that this is the hour we are living in. It's time for a mighty awakening and outpouring of the Spirit. Then we are fired up here in the land. We're in a place of expectation to see the sick healed, the dead raised, and people being born again of the Spirit. And Father, we release the glory of Yehovah from the land of Israel to the nations of the world. We proclaim that this is the hour. Hallelujah. I want to thank you for taking time to listen to what I've had to say tonight as I prophesy and proclaim that this is the hour for the kingdom of Yehovah. Yehovah bless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Yehovah. What a powerful time, a powerful word that the Father is putting out there at this time. I hope that blessed and encouraged you. And, uh, you know, look, I tell you, this is a new day. This is a new time for us to rise up and be who the Father has called us to be. It's the time of first fruits. Now, listen, if you're watching this and you're eight hours or 10 hours behind me, you're still in Shabbat. You know, we're coming to 
end of Shabbat into Sunday is first fruits. So I think I saw a question there in the break. Someone was wondering what is first fruits this uh, Shabbat? Is that what's happening? No, first fruits is the first day of the week. But I'm broadcasting from the land of Israel right now. It's now 2:13 in the morning. Hallelujah! You know, look, I used to I like getting up early, but I seem to be doing late nights right now these last few days since uh, coming out of quarantine from my trip in America. Anyway, I want us to go to the book of Proverbs chapter 3. I don't want to prolong our time tonight. I just want you to pray over the word that's gone out. There's many words. You can watch, if you go on my Facebook, you can see uh, the Galilee Awakening, or you can go to Radiant Israel. You can watch the broadcast, four or five hours of it. Uh, I come on about three hours and 33 minutes, something like that is where I come in. Um, but, you know, just want to encourage you. What, look what the Father is doing in the land of Israel. It's time for us to be in place. And I want to encourage you during this time of first fruits that we will be people who will come into the understanding of the resurrection power that we will believe. And my message is very clear. Uh, you know, what the Father revealed to me, he said this, the land deal is for today and not the millennial kingdom. That was the word that supernaturally transformed my life. And the book of Micah chapter four talks about this. It says, in the last days, the mountains of the Lord uh, in the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as chief among mountains. That's Mount Zion. It will be raised above the hills and people will stream to it. Many nations will come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of Yehovah, to the house of Jacob, to the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. The law, the Torah will go out from Zion the word of Yehovah from Jerusalem. He will judge between many peoples and will settle disputes of strong nations far and wide. This is the nations will come to the land of Israel. This is prophecy that is written in the scripture that has to come to pass before the Messiah can return. So I'm sorry if you're watching right now and you think he can come anytime. He has to come, number one, on a feast day. Number two, we have to see the prophecies fulfilled because my Messiah is not coming to say, I'm very sorry, don't worry about all those prophecies. The Father just said, I need to send you right now. So don't worry about all that because the Father's the King of Kings, <laughs> you know. We'll just, no, my word will not come back void. It will accomplish that for which it has been sent. So the very fact that nations will come and inquire of Yehovah from the mountain of the Lord is so important that we understand this. It says nations will not take, oh, sorry, you know, uh, he will judge between many peoples, verse 3, and will settle disputes of strong nations far and wide. They will beat their swords into pr uh, plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Every man will sit under his own vine and under his own fig tree, and no one will make them afraid. For Yehovah Almighty has spoken. All the nations may walk in the name of their small g gods, but we will walk in the name of Yehovah our Elohim forever and ever. Hallelujah. This is why we know it's not millennial kingdom. We must know the time in which we're living. As we see the children of Israel coming out of Egypt, what do we see? The manifestation of the kingdom of God on earth. 
We see the pillar of cloud by day, fire by night. We talked yesterday about the manna. We talked uh, about, you know, Yeshua being the bread of life, that he was the one who was sent down from heaven as the manna was sent down from heaven. We see the Messiah all through the story of the Passover. We see uh, the deliverance from Egypt. It's the gospel. It's the gospel. I love sharing the gospel just from the basis of Exodus. It's amazing. Well, Genesis and Exodus. It's amazing. Hallelujah. So we're at the place of first fruits, the time of resurrection. And I want to ask, do we believe? Do we really believe? Are we going to walk in his ways? I want to read from the book of Proverbs in closing. Uh, maybe I said closing before, but anyway, uh, this is it. Well, I'm going to close. Okay. It says in Proverbs chapter 3, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of Elohim and man. Then it says in verse 5, Trust in Yehovah with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. This is what we all want to fall back to. Well, this is what it means to me. Well, it's not about what it means to you or I. It's what it means to him. We're going to walk in your ways. Trust in Yehovah with all your heart. Lean not. This is the, the circumcision of the heart is when we submit our hearts to him. Lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear Yehovah and shun evil. Pride comes before the fall. We must humble ourselves. What is it we learn? The more we learn in the scriptures, the more we know, the more we know we don't know. That, that you know, the more we go deeper into who Yeshua is and who the Father is, the more insecure we are in the flesh because we're moving into a dimension that is of, uh, of the spiritual realm. That's why the apostles couldn't believe. You know, your story sounds amazing, but man, it's like nonsense to me. It doesn't make sense in this natural realm. Well, as we move into the dynamics of the Spirit, move into the wisdom of the Father, move into the plans of the Father. Wow, it's amazing. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear Yehovah, shun evil. What? When the evil one comes and says, that's not truth, shun evil. No, I'm going to believe the truth. I'm going to believe the word and walk in his ways. This will bring health to your body. We release supernatural health right now over our bodies in Yeshua's name. We are healthy. We proclaim health. Why? Because the word of Elohim, the word of God is a major part, the major part of our lives. Yeshua dwells within us. The blood of Yeshua has cleansed us of our sin. Oh, death, where is is your sting oh death where is your victory or victory where is your sting we stand on your promises in accordance with your word this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones hallelujah why because you are going to feel the love of elohim that's what nourishes your bones the very fact that you are walking in the love of yehovah so just wrap your hand around yourself right now and say i just receive your love yehovah I receive your love. Your love is amazing. It's never ending. Honor Yehovah with your wealth. With what? The first fruits of all your crops. 
This is a season where it's time to have first fruit offerings. It's time for us to say, are we honoring the Father with the first fruits of our wealth? You know, what's so powerful about first fruits when we see it in uh, Romans chapter 11? So I've got my nose going crazy again. <clears throat> In Romans chapter 11, it, you know, it's so powerful when we recognize who Yeshua is in the area of our first fruits and how important it is that we are people that, you know, realize that this earnest, when they wave the barley before Yahovah, the first fruits, that's, the, that's when we know it's the month of the Aviv. We prepare the, the barley to wave before the Father and we bring forth our offering. You do not partake of the new harvest until you are first given to God. So you're giving, you haven't even seen the fullness of the harvest happen yet. It's a step of faith. You're taking what the Father has given you and you're saying, I'm taking this part of the harvest and I'm going to give this as a first fruit before God. For what purpose? As earnest, as a pledge to say, hallelujah, in accordance with his word, I'm going to walk in fruitfulness in this year. And I want to make a declaration, even in the midst of all the turmoil that's going on right now, with the coronavirus and the world economies being upside down, I want to ask you to take your first fruits. Now, it doesn't just have to be money. It might be produce that you have, things that the Father's given you, and, and give your first fruit offering unto the Lord. Find a place to plant seeds at this time, especially today, over this next 24 hours. Uh, or as you come into first fruits, whatever the timeline is with you. But give a first fruit offering before the Father. If you want to bless Bulldoze of Faith and our ministry and put money into the land of Israel, you can do that by going to bulldozeoffaith.com forward slash give. You can stand with the ministry and support us in the things that we do. But if the Father is calling you to give into another direction, that's great too. I just want you to get hold of the principle of the importance. We give you this first fruit offering. Why? Because we believe in the harvest. We believe that we are going to be fruitful. We believe that what you are going to take care of us. That's the blessing of our Sabbath rest. We are dependent on you. Everything we see throughout of the feasts, what do we see? It teaches us what? Dependence upon God. Yeshua, I'm dependent on you. Holy Spirit, I need you in every aspect of my life. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 6, your boasting is not good. Uh, don't you know that the little yeast works through the whole batch of dough? Get rid of the old yeast that you may uh, be a new batch without yeast, as, as you really are. For Messiah, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us keep the festival not with the old yeast, the yeast of malice and wickedness, but with the bread without yeast, the bread of sincerity and truth. Now, we're still in the Feast of Unleavened Bread. You know, this is a, a one-week feast. Hallelujah. We just so happen to have first fruits in the midst of it. But we want to get rid of what? Malice and wickedness. And we want to, we want to ask the Father to give us sincerity and truth. Teach us through your feast. Teach us through this walk so that we can walk in purity in you. We want not just to have cleaned our houses. We ask you, Father, cleanse our hearts.
So we give an offering. We take time to pour into you. So if you want to give, I'm going to end the broadcast right now. I'll just post in the comments somewhere here. Uh, I'll post here how you can connect uh, with the ministry, uh, how you can give. I'm not sure which platform I'm on there. I think that's maybe it. Um, but we just encourage you, go build those of faith, stand with the ministry. Why? Your resources that come in here go to making a difference. We are preparing right now to help women suffering from domestic violence in the land in the midst of this lockdown. We are uh, looking at opening up channels and how we can open up our ministry center for that purpose, dealing uh, with domestic violence so we can be a safe house, a shelter in the midst of, in some people's lives, a storm. We need to be there for them. So maybe do a special offering for that purpose too. And we will keep you up to date each day as we see how the Father unfolds us. Anyway, be blessed and encouraged. Hallelujah. Walk in the Spirit. We serve a mighty God. We serve a God who's so amazing. He gives us prophetic words so we can understand that He is real. He's not a God of stone. He's not a God of wood. He's a God who answers you. So, Father, will you answer our prayers? Will you teach us? Will you equip us in this day? Thank you for your word. Thank you for this day. And we rejoice in your resurrection power that you are calling us to lay our lives down fully. Tomorrow, I'm going to share the testimony of what took place because I did that. Thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, Yehovah bless. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I've got to find where the broadcast is to switch off. <laughs> here it is here. Okay, Shabbat Shalom, Shalom, Shalom.